What up, what up? Welcome to the There's More podcast. This is your host, Hannah Nitz, always excited to talk to you about the more with God. Friends, I've been a Christian my whole life. I really thought I had all there was. Can you relate to this? It's like, I grew up in Christian schools. I've been in churches my whole life. I volunteer, I serve, I'm in small groups, I love God, I teach my kid about God. I'm doing the Christian thing. Like, I've got all that there is. And over the last year and a half, God introduced me to the more, the more with Him. Not doing more, but just enjoying more of God. That this like sweetness that I can experience in my time alone with God every day is better than anything else. That's the more. And friend, you have access to that too. If you can relate to knowing God and loving God for a big part of your life, my prayer is that as you listen to this podcast, you are encouraged that friend for you, there is more. So today we're talking about three words that have helped me engage in the more. Three ways that uh, as I've spent and kind of intentionally built this time, this rhythm with God into my life every day, what this has looked like practically. So we're going to talk all about that. Here we go. One of the things that I try to be super purposeful about when it comes to the There's More podcast is always sharing or teaching directly from the Bible. Like, I don't just want to give you my opinion. I don't just want to give, you know, humorous stories and fun thoughts. Like, I want all of us as listeners, as the There's More (laughs) people, community, (laughs) whatever we are, to know God. And, like, we get to know God better through his word. So that is always our focus. That is always our filter. That is, if I'm talking about anything it better be found in that book. You hear me? Okay. But today I'm not doing that. (laughs) So I just talked a big game (laughs) with little follow through. Today's episode, I guess I would tag differently. Instead of um, things that I've been learning from God or truths about God that I've been unveiling as I've been reading the Bible, today is more along the lines of practical tips, I suppose, or things that as over the last year and a half, I've been engaging and pursuing this more with God. It's things that I've learned, picked up and understood to better engage in my time with God. One of the podcast episodes that has done absolutely best, like off the charts, is canceling your quiet time. And in that episode, Uh, Noelle Beck, Laura Veal, and myself got very practical about spending time with God. And the cool thing is when I hear from my friends who are listening, hey guys, um, and you message in or text me or email me with any questions, most all of them have to do with enjoying time with God. Because this is so much of what the more with God is. Like if you've been a believer, most of us aren't like, man, how do I pick the right church? Or like, man, how do you, Hannah, understand the gospel? Like these are things that we've heard over and over, things that we've experienced and engaged in our churches. But having this conversation about 
enjoying time with God more than anything else on the planet sounds a little crazy. And it sounds like something that many of us haven't heard or haven't experienced or haven't heard taught from our churches. So that's why I'm here talking about that. Because I just still can't get over it, that there's so much more to enjoy with God. So what I'm going to talk about today are the three uns of my time with God. U-N. <laughs> the uns. Um, and these are three things that I've learned that help me engage with God. Okay? So in previous episodes, we've talked a lot about how you can engage God in ways that are unique to you. So in the same way that I know how to engage my brother, what up, Stephen? Differently than you, listener, engage your brother. Like my brother is 28 and loves internet culture. So when I need to get his attention quickly and I need him to respond to a text, (laughs) I send him a meme. I send him something funny from the internet. He responds back right away. And I'm like, okay, now I can ask him what I need to like. I know how to engage my brother because I know him and that's unique to him. And in a similar way, like there's different ways that we learn unique to us how to engage God, whether that means you're someone that as you're um, in a state of worship for God. So let's say that you're spending 30 minutes alone and you just want to worship God. For some of us, that means we might turn on worship music and have a legit dance party, like move our bodies, be singing to God, be worshiping him for who he is and how awesome he is. Um, other people like my husband <laughs> would not be into that. Like maybe something more up his alley would be like reading through a psalm that praises God and like reflecting on the words of that. Different ways based on how you're built to engage with God. But what I'm talking about today are a little bit more universal than that. Like these three uns are the things that I have used to set up my regular time with God. Okay, you ready? Here we go. The first one is unhurried. When we spend time with God, we do not want to be in a hurry and already thinking about the next thing. Okay, so this does not mean, like, you better have two hours on your schedule and nothing going on the rest of the day. (laughs) Like, don't be in a hurry. This means that when you sit down and have your time with God, have a certain amount of time blocked off in your schedule, in your day, and know that you have that much time to spend with God. You don't have to try to hurry and read the chapter as soon as you can. It's not like, okay, I'm going to quick try to finish this Bible study and read this prayer so that I can go finish what I was doing or return this phone call or take care of dinner. Having a time set aside where you can say this is an unhurried time. And friends, sometimes like this may be shorter, this may be longer, but let's say for the sake of this conversation that it's 30 minutes that you have a 30-minute window where you don't have something going on and you intentionally are choosing to spend time with God and you are saying, I want this time to be unhurried. It feels very different mentally, emotionally, 
When you can have this time set aside and not be worrying about the next thing, not keep checking your clock. One thing that I actually do when I have this specific window of time with God and I want it to feel unhurried is I set an alarm on my phone. Like if this is happening from 6.30 until 7, I will sit down, I will have an alarm set on my phone so that I know I don't have to keep looking at my phone to see what time it is to see if my time's up. Like I don't have to try to hurry and finish this as soon as I can so I can get on to the next thing. Like I have 30 minutes that are unrushed and I don't have to be worrying about or thinking about the next thing. It is unhurried. You can think about this in a relationship. Like when you are sitting down for dinner with your family and it's like you're eating as fast as you can to rush out the door to get to the next thing, your dinnertime conversation and feel are different (laughs) than if you're somewhere unhurried. And I think for many years, we may have gotten in this mindset with God where we're like, okay, I need to finish this page. I need to finish this thing. Let, let's go. You know, it's like this quick, quick pace. So I would encourage you to, to work on having your time with God being unhurried, not running on to the next thing, not thinking about the next thing, even if it's a smaller amount of time that you have available. All right. My next un is the word undistracted. When we spend time with God, we don't want people, tasks, text, or anything else to compete for our attention. You guys know this feeling when you're on a date. You know when you're on a date with someone and you're sitting at a dinner and they keep checking their phone and they're texting Or you're in the middle of a story and all of a sudden they start looking at something else or responding to something on their phone and you can like kind of tell that you don't have their full attention. (laughs) Oh man, when Kill and I first got married, I was so mean to him about this. I would get so frustrated when he was distracted and I could tell he wasn't listening to me that I would always try to say the word apple pie in my story and see if he noticed that I like was completely not talking about what I was talking about anymore. (laughs) So I'd be in the middle of a story and I would just be like, and then the apple pie came out of nowhere is anyway, I was so tricky. I've stopped doing that to him. Anyway, you know this feeling. It's not great. I feel like not just out of this like excitement and reverence to be with God as we do a friend or a spouse or a date, but even for our own heart and mind. Again, if you have this 30 minutes set aside and say, God, I want to during this 30 minutes just engage you. I don't want to worry about my family that's in the next room. I don't want to be thinking about the tasks I have to get done. I don't want to respond to this text that comes up. Like, I don't want anything to compete for my heart or attention, God. And I give you this time and I want to meet you in this time undistracted. Now, here's where this gets a little bit tricky is I hear from many people who say, Hannah, you know, my life is really busy and my schedule's really busy. Can't my time with God just be while I'm cooking dinner for the family? Or like most of my time with God is done in the car when I'm driving from place to place. Totally. Like I love getting to engage God and pray as I'm cooking or as I'm driving or as I'm doing these tasks where it's like I have this like extra space even though my mind may or my hands may be busy 
where I can like engage God and pray and talk with him and think about him. Like that is so, so cool. But I think what my argument would be here or my encouragement for you is to view that as bonus time. Like this time that we're talking about it being unhurried and undistracted, I would argue that this, sweet friends, is where you start to unlock the more with God. When as you're engaging God, you're saying, God, I want to engage you all day long. Like, I want to engage you as I'm cooking and driving and running back and forth to this meeting and doing all of these things that we have to do to survive every day. But I also, like a spouse, like a best friend, I want to pursue this intentional alone time with you where my hands aren't also unloading dishes at the same time and my eyes aren't also scanning the streets at the same time, but I am just hanging out with you, God. So this undistracted means um, sometimes you got to find a quiet corner in your house. I mean, I had a, I had a conversation with Stephanie, my friend Stephanie, about this where she was saying, listen, I have teenagers. I have kids running all over. We live on a farm. There's like literally constant needs and animals and tasks and noises. And like the thought of having an undistracted 30 minutes with God feels impossible. I was like, all right, um, go in your car. Like (laughs) go in your car, pull it in the garage, close the door and use a flashlight. (laughs) Like Let's get creative. Go in your bathroom, pretend you're in the shower, sit on your shower floor and find this time with God. Like, this doesn't mean this has to be in this big, beautiful, comfy chair where you're engaging God. Like, wherever you can find a space where you can be unhurried and undistracted. And friends, the coolest thing is like, we literally have a part of God with us, with the Holy Spirit. Like we have God the Father and God the Son who are constantly with us, listening to our requests, engaging us. And the whole reason Jesus came was to restore our relationship with God. So when we go to Jesus and say, hey, God, I want to engage you regularly and enjoy you and desire you. Will you help me do this? The answer is going to be yes. Like this finding this unhurried, undistracted time. Friends, this isn't all on your shoulders. Like, this is you being intentional, but saying, God, will you help me find this time? Will you give me the desire to desire this? Will you show me what it looks like to find an unhurried, undistracted time that I can engage you as my father, as my creator, and fully experience and believe that you are the best thing on the planet? Practically for me, friends, this undistracted time when I first started engaging God every single day in this regular way, I actually had a piece of paper that I would keep near me. And anytime a to-do list item or a distraction or like, oh, Hannah, you didn't text Leslie back yet, came in my head, I would write it on this to-do list and just leave it alone. Like it, I had to literally train my brain on like, okay, if something comes up, I'm going <laughs> to write it on this paper And then I'm going to move it off the desk so I don't see it. But just so I don't forget, like I want it to be there. And then God, help me engage you the rest of this 30 minutes, 25 minutes that I have to be with you undistracted. We want our time with God to be fully focused on him, not distracted by people, by tasks, by texts. Even if you literally have to go hide in your shower, (laughs) sweet friend, it's worth it. 
Like the creator of the universe wants to engage with you. Will you meet him in an undistracted way? My last un is the word unmovable. We want our time with God to not just pop up whenever we have a free minute or are able to multitask. We want it to be a non-negotiable, unmovable time. I've shared pieces of my story that um, in 2019 when I lost my job and my career and all of these things that were the most important work for me, this kingdom work that I was so, so focused on. Uh, And I was just lost and confused. And I said, all right, God, I'm going to spend 40 days with you in a row so that you can tell me what in the world I'm supposed to do with my life. It was the first time that I had this, this unmovable time where it was just me and God. It was on the calendar. It was non-negotiable. And it wasn't, oh, if I have a, a more free day versus a busy day, like I'll have time for it. It was unmovable. And during these 40 days is when I began to taste this sweetness and enjoyment of engaging God. Like this thing that the Bible talks about of eternal life, which is defined as knowing God. Like this beautiful prize and gift that we get for engaging in a relationship with God, I had never fully tasted. And all of a sudden, when I opened my calendar and my schedule and said, God, Every day, this time is non-negotiable, unmovable. This is when I started to see this shift happen because I literally, for the first time, (laughs) prioritized time with God himself not doing things for him and time with God himself not doing things in community with other believers. And those things are still good, but to elevate God, to say you are more important than anything and it is an unmovable thing on my calendar. Now, here's the weird twist to these three words. Uh, Sweet listener, encouraging your time with God to be unhurried, to be undistracted, not multitasking, not running around, but the set set apart time in your heart and mind and unmovable The tough twist is I would encourage you to do all of these three things without feeling like a discipline. And that sounds weird because if you listen to any podcast or conversation from a self-help person, from a fitness person, from an eating healthy person, from a get your life together person... They tell you that discipline and working hard and keeping these lists at the forefront of your mind and always working, moving, striving, going is what's going to help you reach this goal and reach the future self that you want to work towards. And here I am saying, if you want to engage with God, you want it to be unhurried, undistracted, unmovable, but I would also say undisciplined. I mean, imagine if I was talking about wanting to improve my marriage and I was like, man, I just have to have the discipline to enjoy time with Caleb. Like, I just need to have the discipline and the structure, like to have date nights and get this together. No, we wouldn't talk about a marriage, a relationship that way, because 
you're des- you're enjoying a relationship, you're desiring a relationship, even when things are hard or you're going through counseling or there's tough things in a relationship or a marriage or a best friend, you still are, are wanting to engage in this relationship in a different way than you view healthy eating. Like choosing to eat healthy and lose weight requires a lot of discipline, this constant thought and work and effort to go against everything that you naturally think that you want to do and eat, you know? Man, with our time with God, I think this is one of the major keys that have just like unlocked so much of this more in God. Is It's like, God, I don't want to view my relationship with you, my relationship with the creator of the universe as this discipline. I want to view it as a relationship. I want to view it as something I delight in, something I desire, something I enjoy. And friends, it doesn't always start out that way. Like these 40 days when I started this rhythm of spending time with God every day, it did start as a discipline. (laughs) Like I didn't come out the gate being like, I'm going to spend time with my God. It's going to be awesome today. Hey, like it was discipline and I operated like that for for 10 years thinking that that's all there was that's how you interacted with God and friends that is my encouragement to you as you seek God like God wants to engage you listener personally interactively in your relationship with him how can you keep your time with God unhurried undistracted unmovable, but also relational. Like viewing him as this this thing you're excited to interact with. And friend, if that if that means that this starts as more of a discipline, do it. If that means that there's times where it's like, man, this is still hard or awkward or clunky or I'm not quite sure what to do with this time, like I was there too. I've been through that and we can do a whole nother episode on what that looks like and some of that clunkiness or awkwardness at first. But friend, as you, even this next um, season that's coming up, as summer has come to an end, we're engaging in the fall. As you look at these last few months of the year to say, God, I want more. Like I want my time with you to be the sweet delight that I read about in your word this thing that's better than sugar and money and success and parties and friendships, like better than Netflix shows to wind down to and a glass of wine at the end of the evening. Like, can you actually be that satisfying, God? And spoiler alert, (laughs) the answer is yes. So sweet friend, as you begin and continue to pursue this regular time with God and interact with the creator of all things, I encourage you for it to be unhurried, undistracted, and this unmovable time that you seek our king every single day. Hey, if time with God is new to you, like if thinking about spending a regular time every day with him is new, the good news is um, nowhere in the Bible does it give a perfect formula on what this look needs to look like. Like much like how I described about how I've learned how to engage my brother because I know him, 
you friend will learn this like as you ask God and as you ask his spirit in you to guide you as you spend time with him he's going to show up and friend if time with God isn't new to you like this is something you've done for a lot of your life but you would say it has always felt disciplined it has always felt like you're kind of like digging your nails in and you're doing homework and you're doing this out of this obedience more than you are your delight hey you're off to a good start like i'm so glad that you've been engaging god this way i just want to whisper in your ear that there might be more like instead of this obedience and obligation to desire and seek this delight and this enjoyment in your time with God. If that's you, I would encourage you even today to put down your Bible study, put down your devotional, and spend your time, spend your 30 minutes with God just praying. Like maybe you can get out a journal and even write this, but but talk to God. Tell him that you desire this delight and enjoyment. And viewing this time more as this relationship and this date versus this obligatory homework assignment. Friend, I just can't wait for you to experience it and taste it because it is so good. For you, sweet friend, there is more.